are gathered here today for yet another episode of the Rappy Chatty. You always take me off guard when you when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I try and keep it interesting for people so they all don't sound the same if people are listening to them back to back. Uh, how are you? Welcome back to episode... Next episode, uh, episode number... The latest episode. Uh, the latest and greatest episode of F&I Film Network Ireland Rap Chat with myself, Paul Butler-Lennox. Myself, Paul Webster. Uh, yeah, so we've got Claire Dix, one of my favourite Irish filmmakers, uh, on the show this week. Um, both drama and documentary. She makes beautiful films. I'm a huge fan, especially of her... Two of her feature uh, kind of documentaries, Broken Song, about the Irish hip-hop scene, and a beautiful film, um, Memories of Miss Moriarty, uh, about a, f- a famous Irish ballet teacher and kind of the godmother of Irish ballet. I really loved the film, and um, it was great to chat to Claire about her career. She's made a lot of really, really successful shorts and really nice work, um, especially her, her documentary. So um, it was a really good conversation. Yeah, it was a very frank and honest one. Um, you know, uh, another shining example of you're not alone out there. Yeah. In the fears that you have in terms of getting your work off the ground. Um, so yeah, have a listen along, and if you like it, you know, uh, share it with a friend, um, particularly someone who's working in this rat race of an industry that we work in. Yeah, it's a good point um, to ask for feedback at this stage. We're kind of getting back into the swing of things now. Uh, it's kind of three shows in for 2018. Um, yeah if you have any feedback just leave comments wherever you can or send us email um, we would love to hear from you yeah or you know we're thinking of introducing a red button like uh, Ireland's Got Talent for when I talk shite so that <laughs> <laughs> so yeah if you'd like to see the red button uh, you know leave a comment or a like somewhere uh, what else is going on um, we have an event you have an event coming up yes there is another event coming up it's uh, it's called um Let's get naked on film, because, um, you know, let's reveal honesty in filmmaking. I guess that's, that's what that means. Yeah, it's, it's on in the generator in, in Smithfield on the 30th, the 31st, uh, and the 2nd. So it's over Easter. So March, uh, April. March, March and April. Um, yeah, the last event that we had with IP was very well attended. Tickets are available via Eventbrite. Um, so, yeah, if you're interested in... If you have the nucleus or the genesis of an idea that you want to get up off the ground and you want to explore uh, some other ways of working or approaching uh, writing, I, I think this might be for you. It's um, yeah, it's it's an algorithm. Uh, he writes by al- algorithms, and um, it's yeah, it, it, it people seem to really respond to the last one. So come along. very much for inviting us oh thank you <laughs> um, so yeah we'll just kick off uh, talking about how you got into film and uh, kind of w- like was it always a childhood dream or or how, or how film got into you no it wasn't a childhood dream actually um, I wanted to be a ballerina <laughs> really so it's in a very different direction. But it came uh, full circle, so we'll get to that. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, no, I always 
I was always writing stories. So from when I was really, really small, um, I was just making up stories. So I was always, I think, a storyteller. Um, and writing was always something that I did and loved. And I just think I didn't really occur to me that I maybe could make films. I don't know. Um, then I went to college and I, I, I tried to find a course where there was a creative writing element. And um, I found in DCU Communications had that and script. But I didn't even think about script at the time. Um, and it was only when I was in college, I remember seeing uh, Vim Vendor's Paris, Texas oh, yeah, in first yeah. year. And I was like, oh my God, that's... I hadn't really seen a film like that before. Yeah. And it really sort of like spoke to me. Yeah, yeah. And I just kind of thought, wow, this is... I mean, I loved all like, you know, the Goonies and, you know, all you know the Spielberg stuff. I always loved those films. And I loved that idea of escapism and the magic of film. But I suppose it never... Until I saw something like Paris, Texas, I didn't yeah. see a fit for something that maybe I could do. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, once I saw that, I kind of went and in college, I was, I suppose I met people who wanted to make films and yeah. saw themselves as script writers or future script writers or directors. And that kind of opened up that sort of world to me. But really until I went to college, I don't think I kind of saw it as something that was tangible that could yeah. actually happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then what were the fir first steps, say, from college? Like what were you studying in college? Uh, communications. Okay, so there's yeah. kind of like a. Yeah. It was like an arts degree with a practical element. Yeah. So photography. So I, but I loved uh, the photography element. So I yeah. spent like all my time in the darkroom, right. basically in college. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. um, so even then, I wasn't even really. I mean, I was, so I was still writing and taking a lot of photographs. And it was kind of almost like then that became a, a kind of merged maybe into you know yeah. filmmaking eventually. But um, yeah, it was something that was a kind of a slow build. I think yeah. Cool, mm -hmm. cool. And so yeah, what was your actual first say attempt at making a film or writing a film? Um, I wrote a, I had this, because I had a lot of short stories and I kind of kept thinking about adapting and it took me a while, I think, to kind of realise that's not always maybe the best approach as well, you know, yeah. and maybe coming from a very sort of like, from a writing background, um, even though my stories would have been quite visual and I always kind of saw them, yeah. um, again, the idea of structure, like mine were always very kind of rambly and like maybe a nice few se few scenes together, um, but the idea of structure, that took me a long time as well to grasp, yeah. and actually a lot of my films are still probably a bit rambly. Um, so um, the first one that I wrote was um, a film that I made during, I did an MA in Sheffield Hallam in the Northern Media School in Sheffield Hallam and that was the first kind of short I actually made and was okay. a script that I'd written kind of years before actually right. it was about a, a kid with an imaginary friend and yeah. it all goes wrong <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she actually sends the kid out in a boat out to sea and it like, kills the, <laughs> the imaginary friend off and we actually put like a seven year old child in a dinghy and like sent her <laughs> 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 But I was like, oh my god! Uh, well, we did have her attached to a rope, but like, <laughs> but still, but still. <laughs> so um, yeah, so yeah, that was the first one. Okay. Yeah, okay, cool. I still really like it though, even though yeah. it's you know, like it didn't go anywhere. And I remember sent it to um, a few festivals. I probably shouldn't, be, but I was so like, oh my god, it didn't get in anywhere. You know, I just my I, life is over. yes, yeah, and it's yeah. so shit. I'm so yeah. shit. It didn't like because yeah. and I sent it to one. I think I sent it to one festival, and it didn't get in. And then, and then I was like, that's it. You know, like, it's over. They don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it was more like, oh, they've confirmed everything I've thought about myself, but I'm so bad at everything. You know, but then it, that took me a long time as well to realise, I oh, know that, you know, yeah. it's a whole, that's a whole other kettle of fish, the whole festival thing. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's more strategic. And it has yeah. a lot of time because we, yeah. had, uh, we had some festival programmers in the flower uh, recently. I heard that one. That was great. Yeah, it was yeah. a really, really good yeah. podcast. So yeah. You know, there's no magic formula to get in. Good or bad movies necessarily don't always get in. So yeah, you know, yeah. I think that's a lesson for everybody to learn is that you know, 
I mean, if Ben Wheatley can make YouTube videos and go on and do, you know, some of the work that he's doing, I mean, it's a good lesson for all of us just mm. to be plugging away and find your own voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And say so when then, like, when did you get over that? Like, was it your next film that you can No, actually, I can't do this. Um, yeah, it was then I made... Um, like in a way, I did, it's funny thinking back. You know, why did I keep going? Because I, I I didn't really have a lot of confidence, and I still really don't with a lot of my work. I'm kind of like you know, and I, I'm sure most people are like that. If you really look, yeah. you know, really question them. Um, yeah. But I suppose it was just something that I just was compelled to keep doing, you know. Yeah. And um, I made oh, I applied to the Film Base Award. Um, and got shortlisted. And was that Free Chips Forever? Free Chips Forever. Cool. Yeah. And I was working with a producer who's Canadian who's left the country now, actually. Um, and she actually was really great with... She was kind of saying, you know, like, I think she had a lot of experience. She worked in the Toronto Film Festival and different film festivals, and she was saying, oh, look, you know, just because you don't get in somewhere doesn't mean it's crap. You know, yeah. you just really need to keep going and just keep making work and, um, you know, just, you know, really just do it for yourself kind of yeah. in a way. And, you yeah. know, and luckily Free Chips actually did quite well. So that was a bit yeah. of a confidence boost. I think yeah. you need that every so often. I know yeah. you could say, oh, just keep going, but you do need yeah. someone else to kind of say, yeah. oh, I like that. Sort of yeah, because it's very hard to keep going and yeah. no one's seeing it and yeah. no one likes it and you're not, you know, and even yeah. the awards thing, yeah, everyone says it doesn't really matter, but I think it kind of, yeah. After a while, it is nice to win something, yeah, you know. Yeah. It gives you so, a bit of boost. To, it does, yeah. So you need, yeah. Like, you kinda, yeah exactly. I always think of it like you just need a top up every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, just every once in a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Because um, otherwise, it's just kind of, you will start questioning why am I doing this kind of thing. Yeah. And it doesn't take much. Now, why we, since you brought that up, why are we doing this uh, podcast? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Existen- existential uh, yeah. podcast number one. That's kind of part of it, you know. <laughs> and the more interviews we do, the more we realise that everyone kind of goes through that. Yeah. Place, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's called self-loathing. <laughs> and we all have it. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah. So, from there then, uh, like, the, often with first shorts, sometimes they do well, but often it's still a big slog. And after that, you kind of think, okay, I have a short out there and you think, Okay, things are going to start happening. The, mm. How? What was the next kind of? Yeah, did things part? start happening? Yeah. After that. <laughs> well, yeah, I did. I got to make something then with the film. So then I, I remember going to this talk before I made Free Chips, and it was with the. I think it was Alan Fitzpatrick in film base. Someone from the art, Fanula, sorry, from the arts council. Someone yeah. from the arts council. No, sorry, there was another guy there, and I just can't remember his name, and I haven't seen him since. I don't know who that was. And then there was um, film board there as well, and they kind of had this. Talk. It was really helpful, actually. Yeah. And it was kind of it was kind of aimed at like entry level filmmakers, and they're kind of saying, you know, we kind of all they were kind of talking about how you know you need to sort of look at the different strands of funding, and you know you mightn't be eligible to go for maybe the signatures type you yeah. know if you haven't made anything before and they were yeah, kind of talking about yeah. the stepping stones and to maybe look at it like that and that was actually really helpful yeah. mm-hmm. um, so then I kind of thought well I've made a kind of an entry level maybe film and so I kind of go for the film board stuff now so they had at the time they had this short shorts scheme mm-hmm. it was like two to five minutes long Yeah, yeah. and they themed them yeah so I applied for that and got got it, and I made downpour through that, and that actually did really well, actually. Yeah. And I think as well because it was very, it was only like three minutes long or something. Yeah, so it was yeah. really easy to program that yeah. as well, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was great because that that definitely felt like okay, things are yeah. kind of moving. I mean, there was a couple of years, obviously, in the yeah. middle, you know, um, but it definitely yeah. felt like you know this is kind of going somewhere. Um, and I did make a signatures, and after that, which didn't really. <laughs> To go anywhere, or you know, okay, and but that was uh, that was my fault. I can 
I can really look back at it now and see a lot of things I did wrong. Okay. Um, and also what I found with making something with a, there was a lot of money for those signatures, you know, yeah. and in a way, sometimes that might bring its own kind of issues. Pressure or, to justify a budget where you don't even, maybe not of, even need right. it in some cases. Kind of, yeah. Because yeah. 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 those signatures, it was at the time, it was 60 or 70. I think they were about 70. Yeah. 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 It was a lot for short. I know. Like people are making features <laughs> for that. I know. Well, yeah. 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 Um, we might just go back to Downport because uh, I just watched it recently and I, I really liked it. And okay. I just to get, so maybe just to explain, because it is kind of a concept short. Yeah. And I've seen so many where they just don't work. But yeah, this one works. The, yeah, know, they're just an idea, but they don't really go beyond. But mm. maybe just to get an idea of how you actually made that a success. And that. Well, the theme of the. So you had to basically submit a script under the theme Ireland, I Love You, was the theme. Okay. Um, so I was kind of thinking about that, and, you know, I was kind of thinking, well, what don't I like about Ireland? <laughs> <laughs> um, hope to kind of maybe subvert it a little yeah. bit. I yeah. thought I don't really don't like the weather, so I don't like the rain. Yeah, and so it's just, it's all about maybe starting to appreciate. Well, you know, what is good about the rain, kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where it came from, really, because okay. the idea is a concept. I mean, yeah. piece. It's not really much of a story. It's just so it's a bride looking out at a rainy. Yeah. The morning of her wedding, and it's a disaster, you know. Yeah, but then yeah. she thinks back of all these pivotal moments that happened in her relationship, happened in the rain. So, yeah. like, it could have been, it could have been very kind of soppy and yeah. sentimentally. But I think, I think we managed to maybe make it not. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. But the yeah, idea yeah. of it is that it is supposed to be a very kind of a loose, and I like that kind of style where you're kind of so it, it kind of I suppose the editing it just dips back oh, and tra- forth. Yeah, it's transient. Yeah, yeah, and kind of um, a bit not trippy but kind of maybe just it kind of goes between lots of different memories and it's kind of almost when she's at the bus stop uh, when she meets her future sort of partner um, it's almost like she's thinking about something that happens in the future kind of thing. that was the yeah. idea is that it's all kind of because in your memory and I like working with the idea of memory a lot in, yeah. into films and how things get jumbled up and I think that's the idea of Jayam Poor is that it is kind of like how you know everything just becomes kind of one timeline you know yeah. so that was mm-hmm. the idea of it and um, it works it's really um, it really and because it's short, I suppose as well. You know, you yeah. only, it's only a couple of minutes long, yeah, so yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. If you hate yeah, it, it's over. Yeah, it's over. Thank God, <laughs> oh. I didn't have to watch it on double speed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, cool. And then, so was the and I must ad? say, sorry, Michael Fleming did an amazing score for it, oh, and okay. he told me that when he watched it, that was like him just sitting down, going, you know, just watching it the first yeah. time and coming up with something, and that's pretty much what it ended up because mm. it was a very kind of he, that was his yeah. response to it, and he yeah. just. Yeah, so I think the score really helps you yeah. and the acting. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> the rain, and then so <laughs> Alia was, is it Alia? That was the signatures, yeah. 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 And so what were the kind of lessons that you learned, say, going into your next films from that? Uh, well, I think one of the lessons was just kind of, well, that had, that unfortunately, I don't know why I did this, it was almost like it had two points of view. So like halfway okay. through, it almost went, it was like the point of view of the other character. And I yeah. don't know when that... I also think that I didn't really stick to my guns with the script. Okay. Um, there were changes that were made throughout the process, um, and I kind of let go a bit of the control, which I shouldn't have. Um, so the fo- yeah, it kind of it just lost its way a bit. Okay. Um, like Piers McGrail shot it. He's an amazing DOP. Yeah. It looks stunning. Yeah. Um, we also worked with the main actor was a non-actor, and I yeah. knew her from. Um, it's about an Afghani family. And they'd made a documentary about an Afghani family that um, live in Balbriggan through... I worked for a lot with Dublin Community Television over okay. the years. Yeah. Um, 
and made a documentary with them about this family and I was just really inspired by them because they've been through so much and they just had such an amazing kind of outlook and um, also this young girl was stunningly beautiful yeah. and really cool girl and I just yeah. thought I, I, she kind of inspired me the story as well so um, so it is kind of a love story but it just I don't know it was also very difficult to cast because right. like and I was kind of stuck as well that they have to be had to be Afghani because she was but actually they could have probably been another yeah nationality because it's very hard to find so we actually ended up going to London and trying to find and right. we actually had people like some of the cast were learning um, the the dialogue uh, okay. phonetically like they didn't even really? <laughs> yeah so right. and I think they did they did a great job yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah there was just loads of small things that, and it's amazing like one little small thing can yeah. just make the whole thing not, not work for some reason but there are lots of things about it that do work but I yeah. just think overall I, I, yeah I did learn an awful lot about what not to do I think yeah okay cool and was it the next step, say, after that, uh, Real Art? And yes, Song? then, yeah, Broken Song. So, I, again, because I've been working with DCTV a lot, um, I made a pro- another programme, a series about community arts in Dublin. Yes. And um, met a guy called Dean Scurry, who did work in, I think it was in the um, the Reco Centre in Ballymun, but yeah, also in the... Yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah. yeah, he is <clears throat> such an inspirational guy. And... Um, Really, we couldn't have made Broken Song without him, actually. Because um, we met... Oh, yeah, what happened was... Sorry, we met G.I. and Costello um, while we were filming kind of some of the work that he does out there. And they just... We were met in the room in the Reco Centre and they just kind of wrapped a cappella and the hairs in the back of my neck stood up. I was like, oh, my God, there's just... And I I knew nothing about the rap scene in Ireland. I still don't, (laughs) you know. Um, It wouldn't have been... It's not that I didn't like it, but it just wouldn't have been something I'd been, you know, looking for. And... um, No, they just had something, those two guys. Um, and and because Dean has such a big personality as well, I think I just felt like there's definitely something yeah. that we can do here. So it took about two years of kind of meeting and talking about the idea. And and because I've been doing a lot of work with DCTV, I was really interested in the idea of socially engaged arts practice where you're the people who are in the film, I suppose, have a say about, especially with a documentary, mm-hmm. you know, that you're not just kind of, Right, I'm kind of coming in here now and this is what my, my vision and you know yeah. that they really do have a say about um, so we spoke a lot especially with Costello he was very James Costello so he's very he was very um, in, involved in the making of it as well and we would have put treatments past him and you know what did he think about different scenes um, and it, it kind of just grew it was yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now when it came down to obviously with the edit then it was me with an editor because it's just yeah. so we didn't so I suppose it, I can't say it's a community arts pr- project yeah, in yeah, that yeah. sense it's yeah, just yeah. that the, I suppose it, it kind of I took some of the things I had learned from that practice the spirit of yeah it. exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah but it is I can't say it is that kind yeah. of yeah, in, the yeah. end, in the end because it's not yeah. um, but it was uh, that influenced our approach I yeah. think you know and just to talk a bit about the real art scheme for people who might not know because I, th- I think the come around again um, yeah every year I think it's towards yeah. the end of the year yeah, yeah. and it's it's <coughs> kind of art films yeah. about any kind of art form yeah right that's kind of the yeah. the pitch so how, like say how did you approach the pitch for it um, yeah so we, we we basically from the outside I knew like I didn't know enough about that musical scene uh, to kind of really make a film about I think the music in, just in itself right yeah. so I kind of thought well what inspires me is their their lyrics and the poetry and the fact that they're like poets right and they would call themselves like 
I mean, James was calling himself like the high priests of, you know, rap and all this. So I kind of thought there was this amazing kind of exaggeration of, you know, what was happening and and, 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 and an amazing self-confidence in what they were doing as well, which was really inspiring and how they were um, using their art to um, help younger kids in the area and like young guys would come up to them just on the street and just hey listen to this and they just start you know rapping and that was yeah. amazing as well it was like yeah. really like happening right in front of your eyes every day we were walking around to them and like Dean walking around Ballymun with Dean was like hey Dean you know everyone was yeah, like yeah. everyone knew him and there was such a positive yeah. feel around them that I wanted the film to be a positive experience as well but we do want so it's, but, but I did see them as like they are artists and they're outsider artists so that's yeah. kind of how we pitch them as outsider artists um, and that what they were doing was not just making art, but they were actually healing, you know, and they would say that themselves, that their art saved their lives, yeah. you know, that it, it shone a light into the darkness. So what we use and a lot of the sort of um, symbolism in the film came from talking to James and um, G.I. as well and a lot of the other guys. And they did speak about light and dark a lot. So yeah. we kind of used that in the film as yeah. a, a huge metaphor actually yeah. you know and James at the end talks about that he says about light shining into the darkest of places around yeah. the world and like he's been through a lot in his life and most of the other guys in it have as well yeah. Um. so yeah I think that was and then we met uh, Willa because we knew we wanted to focus on like James and Costello first but then have a younger kid that they were working with yeah. as another story but when we met Willa he just Right. He has this amazing voice, like yeah. it was just stunning, yeah. and he just became a huge part of the film. Yeah. And we only met him about it, so maybe two weeks before we started filming, actually, because we had yeah. other people that we were we did film who never actually made it into it. Yeah. Um. But we so yeah, he just that just that story took off, you know. Okay. Yeah, that was amazing. Um. Yeah, because something I wanted to ask, um, especially in your documentary work, there's a lot of, like, I just see them as like great visual ideas, uh, kind of just like filled <laughs> to the brim so is it with kind of great just like shots but just yeah as I said kind of ideas I was just wondering how you approach the visual style when you're when you're going in to make a film well with Broken Song um, it, well with all the documentaries it kind of had to come from the, the main character and that yeah. would influence I think how then yeah. I was going to with yeah. the DOP yeah. Um, yeah. visualise it <clears throat> yeah. and after I mean as I said we were like two years meeting up with the lads before we actually ever started uh, filming right. and um, a big part of it, I felt like it had to kind of um, had to be representational of who they are and their music and they uh, like they're they're constantly stoned <laughs> so, right. well they were it's so, so easy to work so that was uh, and I was yeah. pregnant so I was basically like this for the entire <laughs> with a scarf over my face yeah, yeah. but um, no but, but that was actually great because it was like that was and a lot of what they spoke about was so poetic and it was so, their lyrics are so visual and so I wanted the visuals when you're watching the film almost to feel as a bit stonery like there is okay. a bit of a kind of a meandering mm. vibe to it yeah, and yeah. um you know, so that was a big part. Like, I remember one of the things I really wanted to do, which I actually never really did, but I remember James talking about how the first time he ever heard um, any uh, rapper hip hop, he just lay back in his bed and he put on these headphones and he just felt like he left the room. Mm. And it was this idea of kind of floating and flying yeah. and leaving yourself. And, you know, and yeah, this idea of, of poetry bringing you somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. So I suppose that was why it was in black and white as well, because mm. we did want to kind of film it through a bit more of a poetic yeah. lens. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it was filmed in colour because it's digital, but then yeah, we just yeah. did that in the green. So we always had the option if we said, yeah. oh, no, this isn't working to yeah. go with colour, but I yeah. always saw it in black and white. Yeah. And I've been asked that a lot. Why is it in black and white? 
and I just from the very beginning just yeah. saw it in black yeah, and white she was like we're yeah. just going to go with that and I think with the visual stuff it's just sometimes things just come to you and it's like yeah. right, I'm just going to follow that and go with it and I must say like the uh, like Richard Kendrick Narian Van Male and um, oh god Dom Pontello Pontello um, the three guys shooting and they all did like stunning work and were very you know I really a collaborator and they were a huge influence on a lot of like how we shot it and right. we we, talk, we discussed it a lot especially with Richard discussed a lot about how we would film it and Narian yeah. as well so you know they were very influential in the visual yeah visuals as well yeah 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 you can see that just it feels kind of collaborative but yeah it works and then um yeah my favorite film of yours I think is the uh, memories of Miss oh, really? oh yeah. right, cool. yeah, I love it. Yeah, all right, thanks. Because <laughs> uh, again, kind of just him. Um, I thought it was kind of amazing to see the amount of work. It, it felt like there was a yeah, lot of there was. You're a lot. <laughs> of, how, how did you did it, like? Did you from the start know it was going to be so much work, or did it just? Did you, <laughs> does anyone ever know it's going to yeah, be so much no. work? Oh, <laughs> it's just because I think there's there's so many people. Yeah, there's, there's so such a big many story. People. Yeah, yeah, it's a huge, yeah. yeah. And I was saying, uh, Rashin Garrity produced it. Was like we worked together on that. That was like a like she was there from the very beginning okay. to the very still. You know, the producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it was a huge amount of work and mainly because, um, well, a few different reasons, but one, because I suppose Joan Denise Moriarty, I mean, there were other people who taught ballet in Ireland before her, but she really, you know, right. did amazing work. And I mean, yeah. anyone in the country, nearly, well, anyone in the, in Munster who, yeah. who has anything to do with ballet knows who yeah. she is or they were taught by her or their mother was or their aunt was or they were in a school that she set up. So like the more you started talking to people, oh, but you have to talk to so-and-so right. because yeah. she has this amazing story. Oh, yeah. then you meet her and then, oh, you yeah. have to talk to... So actually we were just in... At one stage we were just like, we need a team of people going <laughs> up and down. We right. don't have the, enough We petrol. don't... Yes, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Poor yeah. yeah. car was like <laughs> driven into the ground. Like, But it was yeah. just... Yeah, so there was just so many people to talk to and it was... And then you kind of feel bad because you're like, you know, this is... this story and this woman is so dear to so many people's hearts and she's like a mother to a lot of these people yeah that it's like who are we then to say that your story isn't mm. good enough to get into you know so, so that's why it's memories of miss moriarty as well because it is very much it's not like the definitive yeah. documentary to john yeah. Miss moriarty at all yeah. it's a very kind of um impressionistic piece yeah. about memory as well yeah. because she was quite divisive some people really didn't like her Right. Um, and some people loved her like a mother yeah. and some people loved and hated her like a mother yeah. so she you know so yeah, she yeah. like you know she just has this really um, complicated yeah. um, story yeah. and a lot of people were saying to us like, you'll never be able to make that into a, an interesting film because the story is just kind of you know really yeah, the, yeah and there was a lot we actually had to leave out as well because it was yeah. too controversial okay. and she's just a very um an amazing woman i yeah. she's for me she was such an inspiring like i knew all about her from as, as a kid yeah. i loved ballet and yeah. i was taught by um uh, my teacher was one of her students yeah. and like so i was well aware of who she was um and you know she just did such amazing especially for the time in Ireland that she like the 40s in Ireland like a mm. woman heading up a company like yeah. in itself yeah. would have, it was an amazing thing yeah. the church like denounced her like priests were denouncing from the yeah. pulpit because women were showing their legs on stage yeah. Yeah. you know so yeah. sinful yeah. so like there was lo but she kept going like she yeah. just kept going through it all like no yeah. money she was literally she had, she had nothing yeah. people were I'd say just giving her faith money, yeah. money for, like, and she let a lot of people as well apparently and this is something I regret because we never got this. We were look. We heard that there was a lot of kids in Cork City who couldn't afford to go to her classes, but she just 
let them go for free. Yeah. And we heard this, we were trying to track down people. Could we find anybody whose mother was one of those kids or father or whatever? And we just couldn't find anybody. And then it was only like, I think a couple of months ago, I actually found someone. I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. But so it was just like, but that was it. There was just, everyone had a story about her. So it was, that was, that was the work, was meeting all those people. Loads of them didn't even get into the, um, we never even interviewed, yeah. you know, but all, yeah. but all of that helped because it really helped us to form a, a, an image of her because there was very, very little archive. Like there's very, there's a lot yeah. of radio interviews, mm. but there's very, very little um, footage ever. Of her. Yeah. 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 So we also remember like contacting every single like camera club in the country, you know, like Super 8, does anyone have footage of Joan Denise maybe from their class or their child went to or their mother yeah. or whatever, you know? Yeah. And we did find a little bit that way, but yeah, it was very, very hard. Yeah. Because like no one was filming back then, really yeah, well, you know. Well, yeah. yeah, you did an amazing job because you got what the the archive that you did have used very well, even kind of home video. Yeah, there was a worked. lot of home video stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the things that struck me, kind of watching it, um, what was the challenge of like making a film about someone who's dead? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'd do it again. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. Yeah, what would I ask her? Yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah, must yeah. pop up constantly. Yeah. Oh I'd yeah, ask her this. God, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. kind of afraid. I was almost thinking, God, like I'd be lying or something. I was going, God, would she hate this? The fact that I'm doing this, like, you know, like is that is it even right to make a film about someone after they're mm. dead? And because I was just thinking about her so much as well, I just kind of felt, yeah. God, is this the wrong thing to do? Anyway, but um, and I did ask if but you. But it was people, the right thing to do, clearly. Well, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> it's like, done now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I never would have heard of her. Only for it, do you know? So okay, someone well, there has, you go. You know, <laughs> so, feel better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So well, I, like, I think if you give an, an accurate or a fair account of somebody's life, or you know, where they're. But can you evidence. do? Can you even do that? You know, and and also this kind of a film was so kind of like we were really trying to get to this kind of an essence of her, or mm. you know, and like who are we even to try and do that? So I suppose that's kind of why we we talked to so many right. people because we were yeah. like. If all of these people's voices who knew her are heard, then yeah. hopefully within that there's yeah. some kind of a picture of her as being yeah. drawn. Yeah. Yeah. You get that sense of respect there for for that. You know, uh, it didn't feel <laughs> exploitative or anything like that. It felt like because because you put so much work into mm. getting all these voices, and I really like the way you didn't use too much kind of talking heads and say there's a, a, a kind of a thing that you use where people are kind of dancing in their own home not dance but kind yeah. of doing some stretching of the techniques. and moving yeah. Yeah, yeah did that did you have that in your head or did that kind of come organically or no I had that in my head um and I yeah it was kind of funny asking would you mind yeah dancing in your kitchen so well the idea with that was that because um she gave the gift of dance to so many people who would never have experienced it, yeah. especially ballet, because obviously there's Irish dancing, but like there's not the same yeah. amount of movement in Irish dancing that there is in ballet. Yeah. And the idea, I suppose, we had was that if you're a dancer, then you know that uh, the, all all that you've learned will never leave your body, and that knowledge will be in your body in the muscles, you know. Yeah. So that even yeah. an older woman like Monica Gavin, who actually passed away um, shortly after the film was made. Um, yeah in her kitchen um, you know that she can still move and she's yeah. still graceful because yeah. it's still there yeah. and that Joan Denise gave yes yeah. exactly and that Joan Denise gave her that gift so that was kind of the idea so some people were into it and some people weren't um, not everyone wanted to do it but a lot of the people who were especially the amateur dancers because she had two companies she had an amateur and a professional yeah. and the amateur dancers were kind of almost like her family and they right. spoke about her kind of like a mother yeah. and they were the ones who were really 
keen to do, well, not keen, but they were happy to do it. And yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was that was we did want to do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the length, I think, with real art, you kind of have a good bit of freedom there. Yeah. With the length. Yeah. So, uh, was that worth? Did, so the version I watched is that the only version? Kind no, of, that's the TV version. The I TV think that's. The, I yeah. think it's actually better. Okay. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. So there's a feature like kind of seventy minutes, is it? Or how long was the TV one? I can't even remember. Uh, it's under 60, an hour. Yeah. So it's under an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's better that length. Yeah, it worked really well for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and also with the yeah, I think what did we take out? Uh, it's not that much different. Like yeah. it's just maybe a little bit longer. Okay. Um, yeah. There's nothing. No, there's not really much of a major difference. I don't think. Cool. Uh, you don't mean to race through all your films. No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the next one that I'm aware of, Take Me Swimming. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, b- yeah, beautiful short. Maybe just talk us through uh, the the idea behind it. Because you didn't write that. No, one, I right? didn't. Yeah. Um, Alva Kyogen, um, amazing scriptwriter and a really good friend, uh, she sent me a treatment for it and was like, Would you like to do a short? And I kind of I don't know if I want to I mean I love shorts yeah, but they're yeah, just yeah. so much work and I really thought at this point I kind of need to be trying to sort of move on a little bit um, but I just thought God if Al was written it I kind of have to do it yeah. and um, and then I read the treatment and I was like oh this is absolutely beautiful and then when she wrote the script even more beautiful I was like yeah I have to do it it was just such a lovely she's just such an amazing writer like yeah. so um, and you know as well it was going to be all down in Kerry um like again we kind of got this lovely team together and Rashi and produced it again and Alva's husband Michael shot it and it was like this little family yeah. down yeah. in Kerry it was lovely it was a lovely experience oh, actually amazing. yeah whereabouts was it that you shot Castle Gregory okay so yeah. seaside town yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well they live just outside Castle Gregory so we were kind of in this little kind of yeah. bubble yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. in May it was, and the weather was amazing so it was just yeah it was lovely but um, the cast uh, we were just so yeah. lucky to get yeah amazing cast and Alwyn and yeah. BJ Hoggy yeah. so it was just yeah and they got so into it and um, I just I really love working with actors and I was really happy to be back working in drama again okay. and it was just such a lovely yeah. experience and like Barry couldn't have put more in prep into that like he was really? just yeah really yeah amazing so yeah. so that was great yeah um, how long did you shoot for? Um, I think it was it was four or five days. I think okay. it was maybe four, and then we had like a half day in Dublin. We had to do some studio stuff okay. in Dublin then as well. But I think it was around four and a half. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, was that tight? Yeah, yeah, it was actually. Yeah, because there's a lot of locations. Yeah. Yeah, um, it felt like yeah, <laughs> it felt like you were down there for weeks. Yeah, you got yeah. that sense. You felt like you were watching every week. <laughs> no, 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 it just felt it didn't feel rushed, you know. Yeah, no, it it it's yeah. There was a lot of different locations. I think that's probably okay. Yeah, and um, and it was a lot of actors as well. Yeah, and we had a horse, which <laughs> was uh, yeah. That was our first scene as well. Um, and that scene kind of that's the only scene that didn't work actually really you didn't have to actually kill the horse no we didn't actually kill the horse no <laughs> but he is supposed to in it actually he yeah, is supposed to horse, yeah, yeah and it just didn't it felt really rushed and it just didn't work and we were in the edit going back and forth and back and forth yeah, for so, ages what over. Say is more so we, we said yeah. no it's yeah. just it didn't work to see him we yeah. felt yeah anyway so but that's for me that's the only thing I think that doesn't really that didn't really work mm. out from it it was a really positive yeah. experience and I'm working with Alva again now on another script so cool yeah hopefully um, so are you kind of looking more now towards feature drama? Yeah, I'd love to do that next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so you're lecturing. 
little yeah. bit as well. Yeah, yeah part time in DBS. Yeah, yeah, there's film courses in DBS. People don't know about them, but there are. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so we do that part time. And yeah. how is that? Have you always done that bits yeah, of that? Or, yeah, doing it for I, I love teaching. Actually, I've been here about eight years part time. I do yeah. a lot of kind of kids workshops and yeah. actually I haven't done that in a while either. But um, yeah, I yeah always doing a bit yeah. of teaching yeah. somewhere. I really like it. Yeah. Yeah. And do you <laughs> like do you find it helps in your filmmaking as well? Yeah, learning? it really does. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're working with much younger people who have you know different sort of perspectives and yeah. takes and things, and yeah. you can kind of discuss. You know, I try to show them a lot of short, like Irish shorts as well, and it's just really it makes me actually keep up to date right. as well with stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I really I think it's very beneficial for my own practice. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can introduce broader and larger themes in a simplistic way to get them thinking about life, and mm-hmm. yeah, to introduce important uh, thematic stuff into their work mm-hmm. very early, very early on, I guess. Yeah, and it's just nice being around in in an environment. The energy that, with kids, or, yeah, or, or a group, a group dynamic. Is yes, something. yeah, 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 and where learning is valued, and yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, is there any kind of le- lesson or advice that you wish someone had given you when you were starting out? Um, <laughs> don't do it. I don't yeah, get a full time job where you can make a lot of money in return. Early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just said to my son this morning. <laughs> I know. Anyone's, uh, I think have confidence in your ideas and um, your voice is valid and what you have to say, even if it's something that you think you've seen a million times before, because it's you telling people, you know, it it has some validity and don't try and imitate somebody else. Just, you know, yeah, do your own thing. Yeah, that's a good one. I think, yeah, it's one that everyone has to. Because that's easier said than done. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, paddle your own canoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. 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 uh, some people they have that voice straight away, yeah. but other people I know myself mm-hmm. it took me a while to yeah. find my creative voice. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what a beautiful voice it is! <laughs> oh, thank <laughs> you very it's much. A great place to live, Claire. Listen, thanks a million for coming. Oh, thank uh, you very much. Coming on, we really appreciate it. No worries. Thank you.